But yeah, how you doing, man? Good, man. Um, good. How's how's everything with you? Uh, I'm busy, man. I've been um, been doing a lot of projects and stuff. So something I've been thinking about is like I've always, I think if you look at my resume, almost every job that I've had since the Navy. There's been like a couple of jobs. There's one job that I had for like four years. But other than that, most of my jobs are like two years, like a year mm -hmm. and um, almost two years. And then I leave and I just realized that uh, I don't believe in that, like staying at one place for hella long. I yeah. treat jobs like they're uh, like they're projects. And so I'll work on that project until um, I feel like the project's like going and, and good. Yeah. Or, uh, or maybe I don't like the project at all. And I'll yeah. be like, deuces, I'm out. But so two years, that's pretty, since how far back? Like just going back the last. Shit, since like 2000, I got out of the Navy in 2010. So since 2010. So for the last 13 years. It's just like two, two years and just we, we out. <laughs> I, yeah, I guess so. I didn't even notice. So yeah. I was, I. Yeah. So I was, uh, I worked at this after school program for like three or four years. That's yeah. the most, that was my first job out of the Navy. But then after that, like I did teaching, I did like group therapy, then I ran after school programs and then, yeah, I did group circles and stuff. And yeah, each one, two, two years, yeah, even Axon, Axon was two years. How do you interpret that? Is that like, oh, this guy is not, uh, <laughs> He's not, uh, you know, how employers or people interpret that. Or he's not, you know, he he's not able to maintain a job for, you know, this amount of time. Or I've only been, I've only been fired twice in my life. So it's not about me not being able to maintain. Every oh, yeah. every every boss I've had says that I did great work, right? Yeah. Uh, and all the places that I left wanted to wanted me to stay so it's not that i that i can't do the job yeah um and honestly i don't give a fuck about what they have to say right honestly if they were doing better job like a better job at keeping people then mm -hmm. i would have stayed right there's plenty yeah. of if i think about all the places that i left um like the first two places i left because there was no mobility like where i was at where i came yeah. in is where I would stay for like 10 years if I would have stayed. And I wouldn't have gotten any kind of promote. Like as a teacher, you kind of get pay raises, but you don't like get any promotions. I could go for being a principal or something. Yeah. Uh, running that after school program, there was no, I was running the after school program. There was nowhere to go after that. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, when I was doing like that group therapy, they like, while I was there, they made it harder for people to get promoted. So like all the places that I've left has been either because there's no way to elevate or because it just was a toxic environment that I'm, I'm not trying to be a part of. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. I mean, like sometimes work could, you know, unfortunately people like work in like toxic environments. Um, and they, they can't make the, you know, they're not, able to make the decision to leave although it's like mm -hmm. may not be healthy for them mm -hmm. for like many reasons yeah man that's true for a lot of things right like people don't know how to quit stuff and Ooh. it's it's um 
it's not healthy. It's not like I get it's not healthy to always quit stuff. It's also yeah. not healthy to never quit something when it's when it's causing you like physical yeah. discomfort, emotional discomfort. Yeah. That's what I was kind of like heading towards before is like um can that be perceived as someone you're who's always quitting versus um someone who's able to kind of s- sit with a, a job for a, a, a period of time. And sometimes people see that as like, that's successful. Even what, despite be, the toxic, yeah, just being able sit, to say, yeah. stay that's at a fine. job for 15 years, but despite it being toxic for you, it's like, oh man, that's great. You know, you're, you're, yeah. <laughs> that's great for them, bro. Enjoy yeah, it. Exactly. Something that the Navy taught me, because like I had a shitty childhood. Um, like being homeless and being like having to provide for myself or like know the right people uh, made me realize that I don't want to be in situations that I, I'm, that I don't like being in. And then I joined the Navy and that really made me realize like, Oh, cause like in the Navy, you can't just quit, right? You can't just walk away. You can't say I quit. I'm out. And that's it. You can do that at a job. But the Navy, you can't just like walk away from or the military. And so I was stuck doing a job that I hated, like working with people that I hated for five, almost six years. And after doing that shit, I was like, and after having that shitty childhood, I realized like, oh, I, I can make my own decisions. And that was where I started to learn, like, I can do what I want, right? Like, yeah. There's no, there's, there's nothing out in the world that's making me do things other than like my own insecurities or my own confidence or whatever. Right. It comes from me. So I hear you when people are like, uh, oh, he's moved around like every two (laughs) years. That doesn't sound like someone we want to rely on. I'm like, that's fine. Guess what? I've, I've never been unemployed for, for, for too long. Right. Like I've always gotten jobs. I've always gotten pretty good jobs, jobs that I at least like. Yeah. And, uh, and I've always been successful during the hardest times of those jobs. Like mm-hmm. one of the jobs I had was taking over an after school program and out of 10 of the staff that worked there, six of them quit. So it was me and three other staff running, uh, a 120 kid program. Yeah. And we turned that shit around quick and made it better than it was before. So Hey, if you don't want me for that two years where I make you look good, I like turn your programs looking good. Yeah, like yeah. I give you something beautiful in two years, but yeah. you want to say, nah, that's fine. That's, that's, that they're missing out, bro. Yeah. I mean, I think it, you know, similar to like me being in like government and having this, uh, being in a place where everybody says, oh, at least you, 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 you're secure, you have your pension, which is great too. But, you know, you know, the the freedom is not there, you know, so like it's a give or take with everything, or, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm in a space where in my, my life, my career, my profession, where I really desire freedom, mm-hmm. uh, the, the freedom to be able to express and like people, like someone like me, who's just like been always like, if I look past like my life, you know, even as a kid, I've always been like a, a creative person, like someone who loves to to just like do things and you know just be creative and 
and being in government sometimes like restricts you in being creative and just being just like someone who wants to explore what things can possibly be and being an entrepreneur and being you know just being an entrepreneur being your own um person you're able to be a little bit more creative and not as restrictive so i guess choosing this profession has its um gift in that's uh stability but at the same time um uh, my my essential self who i am in the core is someone who wants to be free and and i desire that and being trying to navigate in this in the institution within law enforcement and having that be my core essence could be very challenging you that's know. a good point about like because uh, that military or that government military is government yeah. so yeah. i i definitely understand exactly what you're saying when it comes to that freedom like look at me right like i don't i'm, I'm like the epitome of or like i'm getting closer and closer to being a liberated negro for real like i'm <laughs> i'm as i'm getting as free as i possibly can yeah. And in the military, it's that like you can't be that, right? You cannot be individual. Um, that like, our if everybody acted the way they wanted to act, our military wouldn't like go in the, the direction that we needed to go in. So yeah, I see that 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 um, that lack of freedom that comes with yeah constricted jobs. But also that stability, right? Like it was very nice never having to worry about exactly um, where I'll live or uh, where I'll eat, right? Like there's all those things are, at least in the military, being on a boat for six months at a time, there's never mm -hmm. any concern. So it is a trade-off, like you said, and it's it's kind of whack that there's a trade-off, right? Like why it's can't we have stability and be free? And, and be free. Yeah, and also with um, freedom, creativity uh, results to um, just innovation and progress mm -hmm. and evolution. So mm -hmm. if we are too restrictive, mm -hmm. we, en we end up stunning the growth. So if you're a business or whatever institution, if you're too restrictive, you also, you're causing your own organization, your business or whatever industry uh, you're not creating a pathway towards evolution if you're too restrictive. You have to have that balance. Like we're mm -hmm. saying, if you don't have that balance, you know, then you're you're not being able to evolve in, in when you need to evolve. But at the same time, if it's too much freedom, then the the uh, I guess the agenda or the the mission could be kind of like too all over the place, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so like, you gotta, but like, I think focus. a balance is needed. What's what's your balance? Like, especially because you said that you don't get the freedom that you want. Because uh, I believe like, yeah, sometimes it's kind of restricted, but I believe the freedom that I want is aligned with the mission. Mm -hmm. It's just like pushing us to evolve. So now, if your freedom is not evolved, is not aligned with the mission, then you probably got to, you maybe have to pick another profession. But I, mm -hmm. again, my, my freedom to be creative is aligned with the mission to 
um, ensure communities are safe and thriving and empowered. And also it's aligned with the, with, it should be aligned with the mission mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. law enforcement, right? That should yeah. be aligned at least. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. What's your personal mission though? That's your personal mission is what you're saying? Um, yeah, I think, I think, you know what? I've actually wrote out, um, uh, my, um, personal mission. I actually, um, I have it some here. <laughs> That's um, interesting. I've never thought to write wrote it out. So like mission. I'm into, I'm big into like writing out like things that I want to pursue and, um, things I want to do. So I've been writing out, but my personal mission is like really about, um, the way I wrote it, I think is it was centered, you know, elevating, um, elevating individuals, inspiring people who I'm around and creating like conversations about uplifting communities and like empowering young people. Um, that would, that was centered around my mission. And then there's parts of my mission that involves, um, public safety expertise involves um, panel panel conversation. It involves what we doing, what we're doing with unbarred coaching. Um, and it's, it encompasses like a lot of things to achieve my mission. And like, you know, this is obviously part of what we're doing is obviously part of um, moving towards, towards that. Yeah. That's what's up. I don't know that I have a mission anymore. Like, I think I used to tell myself I had a mission. I like really wanted to be like the stuff that we 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 are doing tends to be the stuff that I used to say is my mission. And now I think it's just stuff that I that I do just because I like doing it. Right. Yeah. I just enjoy doing it. Um, a lot of times that I yeah, go I'm ahead. Sorry. No, I was just saying a lot of times the stuff we enjoy is actually within us our desires and is i believe that's part of our desires is moving us towards our mission so the things you enjoy is actually probably part of your mission is just like building structure and like defining it and sitting in a quiet place and just like kind of like building out actually that and you know that's kind yeah. of like yeah so like I enjoy doing it is the wrong word because I don't necessarily enjoy it. Like I like talking to you about this stuff and I like talking Mm. to people. Um, I do get joy, like working with young people and just, I don't know. I don't even want to say modeling, but like just facilitating some sort of life experience. Mm -hmm. But what I've learned is it's, it's not my mission, right? Like I could, if I never did it again, uh, I wouldn't be sad. Like I would, I would miss doing stuff like that, but I, I wouldn't yeah. be sad. Like I would be so happy just being on an Island or in the, in the mountains. And I don't know, like just living in the woods with dogs and yeah. like, like, I think people, that's funny. I think people say that. And then like, imagine doing that and like, and nothing, which it might be, desirable um especially um the way life is now is stressful some people have just want to get away i have an uncle who just like he gets away and does that 
but some people struggle with not having purpose. You ever see people who retire or mm-hmm. they end up, you know, losing their job or mm-hmm. or losing a sense of purpose in whatever they they felt that they were supposed to be doing and they just mm-hmm. completely crumble. Yeah, I do. Mm-hmm. You know what I think about that though? I think that's um So I think that's true, right? Like people who don't have a sense of purpose tend to um, to lose uh, the sense of life, mm-hmm. and I, I I get that. That's not. I think that is because we've been told that we have to have a purpose, and without mm-hmm. purpose, without like knowing what we're here for or why we're here, we don't know what to do with ourselves. And yeah. going back to our last episode. I'm so okay with uncertainty. Like I'm, yeah. I'm very fine. Like when the, when the world shut down and we had no idea what was going to happen next, I was absolutely fine and better than fine. Actually, I think I was like the happiest, healthiest I'd ever been, at least um, emotionally. And I find joy in like, sure, it would be, I wouldn't want to be out in the woods or off by myself alone for the rest of my life that wouldn't be fun but like hanging out with friends and like having good conversations yeah uh, and just going and exploring that's that's wonderful maybe that's what my life's mission is is to just explore Explore, but like this whole search for a purpose or have my work have meaning that's just i'm forced to work like if i didn't have to work i wouldn't work the the hands down at least not this kind of work it's a couple of things. So I'm reading. A, I think when you said your my maybe the life your life mission is just to explore, um, and like have conversation. So I'm reading this book. It's, it's I was reading this book. What is uh, I forget the name, but it's by uh, it's called The Magic in Your Mind by uh, U. S. Anderson. Just finished reading. It's a great book. But he he kind of mentions that our purpose in life is to um to become, to, to move towards like greater consciousness. Mm, mm-hmm. So it's like, like you saying explore. So it reminds me of that, that, that what he wrote, he said, our goal is to, to know ourselves as much as possible. And when you say, I want to just go wherever the mountains or you know, wherever you said, um, mm-hmm. and be by yourself, I, I see it as just like, listen, I just want to, be in a place where I can explore um, not only myself, but just like just life in general. Mm-hmm. And again, like that, that resonates with what I read where he said is like, just to have a greater awareness, greater consciousness of who we are in this world. And like, like just have a deeper awareness of ourselves. And, and sometimes in order to have that deeper awareness of ourselves, to know ourselves, you have to be in a, in a place, you have to be quiet and you have to have uh, that alone time. It can't be this shit, bro. It can't yeah. be like, you're in New York City, bro. That's the opposite of where you got to be yeah. to like, yeah. to learn, right? Like, that's an interesting point. I've never heard that. Yeah. I could see it being true for me, right? Like, I, again, it's not my goal. But it does sound like something that I would enjoy doing, like exploring and evolving. Sounds like uh, I would love to understand what what else exists beyond yeah, this exactly. reality we've tricked ourselves into believing exactly. is is the only thing. 
Yeah. Um, and this goes with the last conversation, episode one, where we talk about we talked about finding time for ourselves. Because mm-hmm. I think finding time for ourselves is actually learning ourselves mm-hmm. and becoming aware of who we are, our um our challenges, our things that the good and bad of ourselves, accepting that. Mm-hmm. But you have to find alone time. And if you in the if you in the hustle and you going to work mm-hmm. and you're doing this and doing that, you're never learning yourself. And if you're not able to sit and learn yourself, you're not gonna evolve. Not gonna yeah. evolve because you're in this constant cycle. And that's the trap, bro. That's that's the, that's the real trap. Like that's why mm-hmm. that's what I'm saying. Like that's why people like you're talking about when they when they retire, it's because they've been taught their whole life, like you're supposed to work, oh, yeah. you're supposed to do something, and then they retire and they're like, Well, what do I do now? It's because they never learned who they are and the the existence that that they're in right like the world that they're in they don't understand it on a level that gives them comfort and the ability to search for more all they know is like i'm supposed to be in this pursuit of whatever the the pursuit is like yeah but but um even when like when I described my life mission, I said like like um help uplift young people, help community. And I think that's centered around evolving. Cause the more you're able to mm-hmm. connect with others and to help others, you're actually actually kind of like those people are actually helping you because if you are able to connect in a way where you see yourself in others. Mm-hmm. You see your, you see the positives in you through others, and you see the negatives of you through others, which creates that awareness, which will help you evolve. I've been able to evolve by through, um, through my attempts to connect and build with other people because mm-hmm. I, I start to understand who I am a lot more when I'm helping others because mm-hmm. they start having these conversations like, "Damn, I went through that. That reminds me of this." Mm-hmm. Oh, I remember handling handling that issue just like you did, but it didn't work out for me. So I can advise you not to do that, which helps you um, think differently about your past experiences and then create mm-hmm. better ways of handling things in, in, as you move forward in life. So I think, I really think, man, this guy got a point, man. I think our true mission is to um, create a more awareness of ourselves through also um, building some unity with others and connecting with others. So, yeah. You know what word I don't hear enough? I hear a lot about equity and equality and all that shit. And it's, those are lofty goals. They're beautiful. The Mm -hmm. goal that I'm going to talk about is even more lofty. So I'm not even talking shit on that, but like those things don't get us to what you're talking about, getting equality in uh, a system that's already like pretty fucked up, right? Like our system is, it doesn't respect the humanity of people. So mm-hmm. if we want equality in that, we're gonna get the same thing out of it that that whoever we're trying to be equal to gets out of it. Mm-hmm. With equity, we want the, a similar stake in that yeah. system. Uh, but again, if the system's like fucked up, if the system's like teaching us to, to, or if the te- if the system's keeping us from loving ourselves, then uh, 
I would say I don't want equity and I don't want equality in that system because yeah. no one's taught to love themselves. But what 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 isn't talked about enough is what I think when people like you are talking they're talking about liberation, right? Like we want to like to evolve is to be liberated from whatever the thing is that that is yeah. keeping our our souls or our our being from not evolving. And right now, whatever system we're in is keeping us from being liberated and no one's talking about being liberated. And I yeah. think when people start talking about being liberated, that's when motherfuckers get killed. I mean, like that's yeah. like that's <laughs> Martin started talking about liberation, Malcolm started talking about liberation, yeah. and they because they were, yeah, they were about, um, they they were about um, elevating consciousness. So mm-hmm. I believe that, like, he was able to move a nation by through creating awareness mm-hmm. and creating oneness. So people started seeing seeing um, themselves through the challenges of mm-hmm. others, and that, that's when humanity starts. And then people's consciousness becomes more aware. Um, and more yeah, connected. And, and they right? have the ability to do that. Like the, some people just are great with with um with doing that and and building that awareness and being able to connect with people. I mean the the greatest the thing is thing about it is when we when we when we divide that's actually like the goal is the, when we when we move to divide each other that's like the 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 biggest I think challenge for just um addressing issues is like the i mean you said it earlier right like um uh it's the same as like restricting right when businesses Mm -hmm. restrict themselves they're not going to grow as well well like if you look at humanity as a business when we restrict ourselves when we make Mm -hmm. too many rules and keep ourselves from each other yes then we don't build together anymore and when we don't build together anymore we're like First off, some of us are going to go build on our own. Mm-hmm, and then yeah. some of us are going to get jealous of what other people are building or paranoid about what other people are building, right? Mm-hmm. But so, so then we're never, first off, we're like, we're already building um, in groups, out groups. Like we're building distrust for each other. Oh, yeah. But we're also like not getting input on these. Like you might have a cool idea over there, but I might know something that could help your idea be better. Exactly. And we're like, we're we're not allowing that um that freedom that freedom of thought that freedom of uh of engagement or or um expression because expression. we're we're too we're too restrictive we're too restrictive and we want we we're not allowing the people to be who they are and like they're in in the core because if you're if you're really allowed to to be more of your your essence, you could you're you're in that top creative more mode because you're not spending this enormous energy trying to be this something that you're not or something that society mm-hmm. is telling you are. So once you're able to uh, reallocate that energy of being something who you not who you aren't to something who you are. You have this energy to now to, to 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 be in this creative space and to like offer more to whatever to your job, to your um to your industry, to your profession. Um, but when we are so restricted and being something that we're not, we're not we're not tapping into that creative mode and tapping into the our power. Our power is like what we are, who we actually are, our uniqueness. 
That's your your such uniqueness a... is the is the creativity. But if you're not, if you're being something that is like cookie cutter and is like what everybody's telling you should be, then you're not really going into your creative, um, into that creative place. That's a really good point. I, I talked. I don't remember what I, what it was about, but we were talking about how, uh, <laughs> like our brain only has so much processing power. It can't focus on so many things. So when it's mm -hmm. like what you're saying, when it's focused on putting on this persona or being this, this person that I've been told I'm supposed to be. Yeah. Yeah. You're not, you're not tapping into like, I yeah. like that. You said your power, man. Like yeah. you can't be, it's impossible for you it's to, impossible. cause you're too busy focused on, on the wrong thing. Wrong thing. Yeah. Damn man. Power. Yeah. And I, I've been, um and when i when i've been able to really be who i'm like am as i move towards this like not giving a what whatever of like how people think of me the more i'm able to be even create more creative mm -hmm. i'm not like you're not overly thinking and you're not worrying about what people saying so if, when mm -hmm. you're not overly thinking you sound better you you're more decisive with with what you want to do and you're just more creative um but if you when you in the think about this when you in the zone and for people who are in a sport into sports like if you're in basketball when you see players that are hot and they just like go off four six shots in a row they're just shooting the lights out you know um if you think about where what the mental state they are they're in they're not this this just they're in the zone they're not thinking they're just in that present moment and they're not worrying about things that they shouldn't be worrying about they just tapped into the game and they're 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 just they're they're in in that zone and i think that we can all be in that place when we're not overly thinking and we're tapping into who we truly are you know yeah man that's uh I think about a lot of things that I, even with starting this business, like I didn't do it for so long because I was worried about um, like what people would say if I didn't succeed. Or even when I'm working on like, um, even when I'm just writing emails, right? Like once I start thinking about what I'm writing, I'm like, oh, I can't say that. I can't. Yeah, oh, you start. Once, <laughs> yeah. It's so dumb, man. Yeah, it's so dumb. Uh, and it's yeah. just a distraction. Yeah, it's interesting because I don't know. I'm stuck because we we keep hearing this thing like um, we need to think more. A lot of, especially when it comes to like black folks, when it comes to trauma and all this shit, they're always like, "Oh, let's talk about your past. Let's revisit the past. Let's let's figure yeah. out what happened to you in the past." Yeah. And I get that. Like, it's important to understand that shit, but at at what cost, right? Like, how long do we spend? focused on what has happened to us in the past first like recognizing who we are now no, exactly. and, and leaning into uh whatever whatever our 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 wants and our our dreams are and what we can do about it now with exactly. the skills that we have now exactly um i, I think there's been conversations about that um where and I think I shifted viewpoints. <laughs> Excuse me. I think I shifted viewpoints over the last, you know, few years as far as recognizing you can acknowledge the past, recognize the past, 
Um, but you know, dwelling on the past is just not going to help you. Um, mm-hmm. We have to find tools to to move forward in society, and that goes to our youth, um, and just you know, people in our community. Let's 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 move forward, and let's let's build, let's connect with each other, and let's like build build a pathway, um, because when we're when we're stuck in our limited beliefs, it's like um, where we we're, we're putting all the responsibility of our future our growth on the hands of others is not it's not good that's not a way to move and mm-hmm. i get it and we want to we want to acknowledge uh systemic harms and we want to we want to change that but at the same time we want to be able to um live in in and thrive in 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 society right now mm-hmm. you want to live and enjoy society right now mm-hmm. and as we while we enjoying society and we're thriving, we can also change <laughs> change mm-hmm. uh, the, the systems at the same time. But I believe that we can be uh, productive and be thriving, and we can we can enjoy life as well. You know? Yeah, I mean, obviously, right? Like I'm a product of that, so exactly. I think there's a lot of things that I get insecure about, or like there's so many times where even now I can think of things that I did like. 10 years ago, uh, this one moment that no one else will remember, but I remember how stupid I felt. And so I replay it in my head. I'm like, God damn, I wish I didn't say that. Or I wish I didn't do oh, that. Yeah, yeah. And like, no one else will remember this thing. But, but you, me. we remember. Yeah. And we like, it's like, we build it up to be worse than it actually. Like, it's yeah. like, yeah, the, even, even for the shitty things, right? Like if I, if I, dwelled on like the 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 abuse that i had when i was a kid i would hold i would have so many grudges i would be like yeah uh, i would be hateful and spiteful towards the adults in my life i would be mistrusting and i get how those things happen and i'm not degrading or uh saying anyone is anything for behaving that way i am saying that uh like you're saying dwelling doesn't help uh, and yeah. uh, focusing on um the we can look at like our our shadow right like the negative traits that we have that that we are ashamed of or whatever yeah. which it's important to recognize those uh, but they're not i don't think that they're all a hundred percent bad i don't think anything is a hundred percent bad yeah. even those negative traits that i have are positive in, in certain situations There's right certain situations, so yeah. like if i go back to what we were talking about before where like i've switched jobs every two years one of the negative traits i would have i would think would be fear of commitment probably yeah. because of that and what i would say is yeah that is that is a negative thing and look at yeah. the positive thing that I, that i i've gotten so much experience such rich experience that that few people have like I have, right? Like I've, I've experienced the world. Honestly, I've lived all over the world. I've experienced people in all of those places. So I have these things in my head that, um, that represent such a wide variety of experiences. Yeah. And if it yeah. weren't for that, uh, that fear of commitment, um, which turned positively is like, 
uh, yearn for adventure than I would yeah. have like the when I turn when I'm 80 and I'm and I have and I can't do anything, I'll have some of the dopest memories of yeah, uh, anyway. Exactly. Yeah, I think we can just interpret how I think we can interpret life how we want. Mm-hmm. If you want to interpret, if you want to find the negative of mm-hmm. something, you can say, oh, I'm this me leaving jobs is maybe is considered a fear of commitment. Right. So mm-hmm. if you define it that way, then that's like the outcomes you're going to get. You know, mm-hmm. you, 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 I'm, I'm not, I have a fear of commitment or you can interpret it as, as I, I have the courage to change. Mm-hmm. You could flip that. Now, I'd rather, I'd rather live through or uh, have the possession of the, this courage to change than the fear of commitment. Mm-hmm. It's like, the, the, it's like the, the other side of the coin. Yeah. But it's, it, we can just interpret life. And some people just interpret negative things that society say as positive things. I don't care what they say. I'm going to flip that. Like yeah. you said, instead of saying fear of commitment, I'm going to say I have the courage to change and stick to that viewpoint and move in that direction. And then you'll attract um, those that positive net, uh, energy and that and and tap into that that frequency instead of just yeah. tapping into that negative frequency of saying fear to commitment. So listen, we, yeah. can, we can decide what we <laughs> how we want to. We can decide, life. isn't that crazy, yeah. bro? We can yeah. decide, and that's we what I was decide. talking about. What earlier is like, <laughs> oh, I don't have to. I don't have yeah. to do any of this shit that someone someone somewhere in my life told me. This is what you're supposed to do. This is what you're supposed to be. I can do whatever the fuck I want. Like yeah. I, it's all I like. This world is perception, to your it's point. Perception. It's all perception. And and there's another side to fear of commitment, courage of change. There's probably another three or four there's, angles. I'm the sure there's, there's all, bro, it's infinite. That's infinite. what I learned. Like you infinite, said, it's infinite, infinite, infinite. It's just like you choose, choose, choose the path. Choose the path. You get to choose the path. And um, I can't remember who said, said this, but uh, humans... It was like one of those old writers, probably a 19th century, 20th century writer. But it was, uh, humans can reason anything or something like that. We're reasonable creatures. And it's not that like we're reasonable because we're logical or whatever. It's that we can find a reason for anything. Mm. So we can, we can, we can reason our way into believing whatever we want want to believe. believe. Yeah. Like you said, it's infinite um, realities. People could see the same pictures, see the same incidents, see the same events and interpret it a whole different way. And we see that society when we see um, when it comes to politics, when it comes to just interactions and things like that. People see the same thing. How about relationships? Relationships. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. You can same same situation, but totally different viewpoints and where everybody's looking at the same thing. So we can decide what we want to see. But how do we work with each other when we're seeing? The question is, how do we work with each other when we see different things? Do we choose to recognize and acknowledge people's viewpoints and still be able to navigate and find community still? Or we just, the problem is when we, when we totally disregard people's viewpoints at some time, at certain places, especially when people are like really um, are impacting in a way or communities are impacting in a way where 
they feel is is maybe negative and we just disregard that <clears throat> i think um i think it creates challenges when when your perception or how you perceive life is not acknowledged by others i think that's when when there is we 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 see problems right or definitely i think it's a so i see it's it's very rare like if you boil so yes everything is perception and we can perceive the world how we want to Mm -hmm. but at the core we are all the same creature like we we're the same we keep using this word race like it like it means anything but Mm -hmm. we're all the human race so we're all the same race actually and we all come from the same place so a lot of a lot of our internal uh values or or uh or social goals are actually the same thing and we're arguing like i say i i honestly think most of our arguments are semantics right like like i even if we just talk about the biggest gangs we have in america uh republicans and democrats they're arguing there's it sounds like they're saying different things but what they all want is to be safe to uh to have community and to uh have a have a sense of 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 self in this big giant world and everything that they do um, battles each other, but they want the same thing because they're using different words to describe how to get there, or they're using different um, definitions of what it means. But, but the, 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 what we want is the same. It's the same same. thing, bro. And there's all these uh, details that get thrown into the, to the discussion that, that make the argument look different. But like, if, if we focused on like government spending, right? Like that's a big thing right now, how much money we should be spending and how we should be handling how we spend that money. Um, their, their arguments aren't necessarily different. Like we all want to spend, we all want to be more efficient with the amount Mm -hmm. of money we're spending and, and the programs that we're creating to help people who need help. Uh, and, and right now it, we just say one, one party wants to do this and the other party wants to do that, but we don't sit down and say, well, what do both parties want to do to Mm. like, where are they both trying to get to? They just argue over how to get to it. And so we don't actually know if there's a way for us to work together. And I, and I, and I say that like jokingly we know that there's a way to work together because Mm -hmm. people have done it for for a millennia right like Mm -hmm. trying to get um to that 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 place where we we're all comfortable Mm -hmm. and instead of sitting down and talking about what we both want and then figuring out a plan together which comes back to that freedom of ideas what we do is build this restrictive structure that doesn't allow for actual conversation. Conversation, yeah, it becomes re, re, uh, very restrictive, um, and people don't feel connected because of that divide in the conversations or that divide in how do we go about it. So, 
because of that, it is, you know, there's this emotional disconnect and there's mm-hmm. sometimes there's anger, which creates distance between both sides and doesn't allow a connectivity and which which ultimately doesn't really help with having discussions that can lead to mm-hmm. um, execution or helping whatever the, the, the plan is. So it's so executions, just the wrong kind. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately. So we have to, we have to like, um, I be, I think ultimately, um, in order, in order to like really be effective in, in whatever the agenda is, there has to be some, like some level of connection with each other. Um, despite, um that divide in in maybe in the in whatever the issue or the discussion is is like we have to be able to find connection find that common common ground and build from build from there yeah i mean it's tough man I don't, you know, tough. I don't even have answers to this stuff man I'm just well, i got all the answers bro you ever heard <laughs> ain't nobody listening yeah <laughs> that's why we started this for for people listening this is just unbarred conversation you know we're just we're just speaking from like from our experiences and and that's why we call it unbarred unbarred baby we're just letting it we're just letting it letting it fly you know what i'm saying let the (laughs) keys ring yeah so this is another episode of unbarred this is a good one man